Welcome to Kung Cafe, weekly devotional. I'm Pastor Adi Valverde. I'm the author and host of this devotional. Today we're looking at the very first book in the Bible, Genesis 22, verses 1 to 14. I'll be reading it in the message version of the Bible, a more modern version of the Bible, and one I hope will bless you as we look at a devotional called Trust God Enough. Hear now the word of God, verse 1. After all this, God tested Abraham. God said, Abraham? Yes, answered Abraham, I'm listening. He said, take your dear son Isaac, whom you love, and go to the land of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains that I'll point out to you. Abraham got up early in the morning and saddled his donkey. He took two of his young servants and his son Isaac. He had split wood for the burnt offering. He set out for the place God had directed him. On the third day, he looked up and saw the place in the distance. Abraham told his two young servants, Stay here with the donkey. The boy and I are going over there to worship. Then we'll come back to you. Abraham carried, uh, or Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering and gave it to Isaac, his son, to carry. He carried the flint and the knife. The two of them went off together. Isaac said to Abraham, his father, Father, yes, my son, we have flint and wood, but where's the sheep for the burnt offering? Abraham said, Son, God will see to it that there's a sheep for the burnt offering. And they kept on walking together. They arrived at the place to which God had directed him. Abraham built an altar. He laid out the wood. Then he tied up Isaac and laid him on the wood. Abraham reached out, took the knife to kill his son. Just then an angel of God called to him out of heaven, Abraham, Abraham, yes, I'm listening. Don't lay a hand on that boy. Don't touch him. Now I know how fearlessly you fear God, for you didn't hesitate to place your son, your dear son, on the altar for me. Abraham looked up. He saw a ram caught by its horns in the thicket. Abraham took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering instead of his son. Abraham named that place God Yeri, God sees to it. That's where we get the that's where we get the saying on the mountain of God he sees to it. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we say thanks be to God. Well, happy Wednesday, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in. I pray this finds you well and finds you praying for one another. We continue to pray for those who've been asking for prayers because of the COVID virus. I have an update on one of them. Uh, Reverend uh, Dr. Sterling Allen came back COVID uh, negative, which is great news. The antibodies showed that there is no presence of of the COVID uh, virus in his system. Nonetheless, the doctor said there are sometimes uh, COVID uh, virus negatives that uh, are, are wrong and you could have it or it could come later than normal. So he has recommended that uh, Dr. Allen be quarantined for 14 days. So continue to pray for him and and for Danny and for others that uh, need our prayers. And as always, I invite you to pray for one another and pray for yourselves. Now, friends, I have to be honest. There are some stories in the Bible that make me realize that maybe I'm not strong enough in my faith to be as obedient as the characters that we read about. This is one of them. The father in the story is the old man 
who had it who at his advanced age had two sons. Not too long ago, we read about how the servant girl who gave birth to his first son was found to be annoying by his first wife, and she asked, well, she demanded that she be sent away, which he did. And so the days after his son's departure must have been really heavy and sad for him. And then this day comes... Abraham woke up as usual, fumbled around in the dark for his sandals, made his way to his wash basin, washed his face, knelt to pray. It would not be a normal day if he did not check in with God. But today, God spoke to him, as always happens in true prayer, if we would but listen. And this is what God spoke, Abraham. Yes, sir, this is me. And then the command for the old man to take his son, his dear son, to travel with him to a foreign land, and there on that mountain he is to offer him as a burnt offering. Gulp. Are you still with us, dear readers? You read that correctly. Abraham was to take his son, tie him up, kill him, and then burn his body as an offering to the Lord. Double gulp. Let's pause for a second. One of the things that distinguished Israel from their neighbors, the original inhabitants of that land, was that they were not into child sacrifice. Child sacrifice was a misguided, terrible, evil practice of their neighbors, but they believed in false God, they believed in idols, and someone had the idea, (laughs) why don't we offer this false god, this annoying child. Please don't. Don't even go there. It was wrong. It was sinful. But Abraham, we know, is the father of the faith. He was the one who loved, trusted, and obeyed God when God asked him to leave his family and his home and venture off into a new land. That qualified his entrance into the Faith Hall of Fame. It was a major thing for anyone to do something like that in that day. He could not go on Google to see the satellite photos of the new land. There was no YouTube in which he could see the travel videos of those that had gone into the promised land and made a travel vlog about their stay there. And he could not get on his smartphone and find Zillow to find a new home, or the prices, for that matter, in that new area. I think that if we were to be able to ask our great-grandparents or great-great-grandparents, we might see the last and fading generation of those who did not normally venture far from where they were born. Yes, there are still many who still don't, But let's just say it was very rare for a man to take his wife at the ripe age of 75 and leave Poth for Philadelphia in Abraham's day. That, dear friends, impressed those who ran the Faith Hall of Fame and placed Abraham in that hollowed chamber. So we're dealing with a man with a super strong faith. He truly could go and do what God asks without questions like, is there a Walmart in the promised land? What about Whataburger? Hey, that that rhymes. Is there a place to buy cold Dr. Pepper? These friends mattered not to dear old Abe. He knew enough about God to do what God asked. And even if God asked for this, 
How many of us would consider the ultimate test? He was willing to comply, even with a very heavy heart. I believe every step the father and the son took away from that tent and into the fields to find the path that led to Moriah was a painful one. If he had had a cell phone, Abe would have checked it every few steps to see if God texted. JK, good one. Thanks for saying yes. Or better yet, a phone call. Abe, this is God. Turn back. I was testing you and you passed. Well done. No. It didn't happen. Abraham got to the actual place after many sighs, deep sighs, and terrible thoughts, and made his way to the very place where he would do this act of obedience. And oh, the son's questions. Are we there yet, Daddy? Is there a McDonald's nearby? I need to find a Bucky's and find it quickly. And when there, it was when the son asked the horrible question to his dad. Daddy, I see the flint and the wood, the rope, and even the knife. Where's the lamb that we get to offer? I would have lost it right there. It's very symbolic. I kind of overlooked it, but as I read it, here is the child carrying the wood, the wood that would serve as that which would burn him up. And it struck me that many, many, many years later, God's very son would carry the wood, the very wood that would serve as his killing instrument. But notice the faith of this old man. Abraham says, God will see to it that there's a sheep for the burnt offering. Abraham truly believed that. He didn't know how or where, but he believed it. Would I? Would you? Abraham got as far as reaching for the knife. And it was at that point almost the point of no return when God calls out through the angel, don't lay a hand on that boy, don't touch him. Now I know how fearlessly you fear God. The stage was set for you and me and all of humanity to see how difficult it is for even a human of faith to offer a son or daughter for sacrifice. Imagine a God who would do that as well. This says... It's not easy for a parent to offer up a child. Most parents, especially those of faith, would have stepped forward and said, Take me. I'll take my child's place. I will die, but let my child live. God shows that for humanity. God would not even spare his son, for in so doing, God saved you, and God saved me. And what can we say but thanks be to God? Now, can we go and live like that as people who have been rescued from death by the death of our Savior, God's Son, Jesus? Can we show that we are truly loved and blessed enough to save? Praise be to God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, with tears in our eyes and in our hearts, we realize the sacrifice you and your Son suffered for our sake. Help us to live a life that truly praises and thanks you. Let us reach more, let us pray more, let us just live a life that radiates your love. And we pray all of this in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Dear friend, again, thank you for tuning in. I pray you have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Please stay safe, wear a mask if you're outdoors. 
there's a coming Sahara dust storm to this part of the world. And early reports indicate that the symptoms that uh, this brings to us allergies sufferers may resemble flu or even the coronavirus. So wear a mask if you step out. But above all things, show mercy to someone today and share how God showed us mercy. Receive my blessings of love and joy. I'm Pastor Adi Wanderville. May the Lord bless you and keep you. Amen.